Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And in this video, I want to give a shout out to another amazing YouTube content creator. Uh, you, his name is Tom Nash. Hmm, what is going on with my live stream? Now we go. Now it's working. So looked like we had a little pause there in a minute. I apologize. Let me try that introduction one more time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And in this live stream, assuming technology keeps up with us, I want to give a shout out to another content creator on YouTube. His name is Tom Nash, N-A-S-H. Uh, and he put out an amazing video yesterday, kind of raw, off the cuff, that I completely agree with. Uh, I believe the uh, title of the video is something like um, CPI report uh, is amazing or good numbers, not clickbait, something like that. Uh, the essence of the video is right on point. Uh, basically, kind of summarizing what Tom said is uh, these numbers, this print, if you will, is putting a clear distinction on the fact that inflation is a problem. The Fed has clear mandate, stable prices, and they're going to do what they do. Tom really highlighted in that video something you've seen me struggle with, right? Uh, I am obviously uh, a real estate guy. Uh, I have uh, been burned in the stock market, you know, almost almost two decades ago. Oh, actually, it is two decades ago. Wow, that was a long time. So I really have been back. And the reason I bring that up is. Uh, you have seen me over the course of the last six, eight, ten weeks talk to two stock experts on my channel. We talked to Dan Bird on Sundays, who is very much a trader, a technical analysis and trader. And you also hear me talk to Taylor, who is a 10-year Wall Street veteran. And you've heard me debate with them. Right. Obviously, the stock market is a forward looking indicator, often six months ahead of the economy and all of that. But if you go back and watch Taylor or Dan's playlist, you see me struggle kind of as the macro guy talking about inflation. Uh, Taylor will tell you, as I'm sure Dan will, the last couple of C CPI reports, um, you know, he headline numbers. I was right. They were wrong. Uh, but this last weekend, just two days ago three days ago, you if you know me well and you've watched my stuff, you realize I was really struggling to communicate a point. My point with Dan on Sunday and Taylor on Monday was, guys, stop looking at headline inflation. The president of the United States has allowed a million barrels of gasoline to come out of strategic reserves, so gosh darn it, I really hope gasoline is down. And if you watch my channel, you realize I thought it would be down more. I called eight, and, and I think with Taylor, I said, dude, you could be right. Maybe it's seven, nine. I don't know. For me, this print yesterday was not about the headline because I think it is being measured. You have also heard me mention that for the first time in 40 years, it is now clear to me why the Fed has core and it has headline. Because headline could be jiggered with, right? When you release an extra million barrels of supply, I certainly hope prices go down, but the reality is, is that supply will, will or should, you would hope, be replenished, 
and it will do the exact opposite. And unfortunately, may do the exact opposite in the winter. But as I'm talking with Taylor and Dan, and you see me struggling, I'm, I'm trying to wave my arms. I'm like, stop looking at headline. Stop looking at headlines. Sure, you're going to get a lower number. And I thought eight, it came in at eight, three. So not even as low as I wanted. And I was waving my arms, guys. Look at core, look at core, look at core. And again, the reason I said look at core is really all the things we've been talking about for three months. Rent has been underreported, correct? Uh, we've been talking about services. A lot of folks like Kathy Wood has been talking about stuff. Right. Kathy Wood's talking about stuff in deflation. Hey, Target's got a lot of goods and they're discounting and all of, you know, all these clothing retailers are missing. The reason you need to track services and the reason I keep waving my arms is services. The largest component of services is wages. And again, if you've been watching my channel for six months, you know, I'm very much on the wage inflation has just started track. Uh, it, it, you know, it gets better and worse all at the same time. What do I mean by that? Wage inflation uh, is great for the individual, right? If you are working for one of these, um, the railroad unions that are going on strike, they want a 14% raise. And you know what? I hope they get it. I hope they get it. What, what does it matter? But realize what that means at the macro level. At the micro level, our... Uh, you know, the railroad union gets 14%. Great. You know, maybe they negotiate to 12, right? Give and take, maybe they take 12. But what does that mean to you and I? Well, do you think the company's just going to eat margin at 12%? They probably don't even have 12% of margin to have. They're going to raise prices. So we're seeing wage inflation uh, like we haven't seen since the 1970s. Again, folks, I have a 52-year spreadsheet that's been out there for over a year. And if you haven't downloaded it yet and digested why I've been screaming we're in the 70s again, I don't know what you're doing. I seriously don't know what you're doing. If somebody puts together a collection of 30 different metrics and, it, it, and you don't go get it and it's free, that's just lazy. It, it might even be dumb. There's a story there. And, you know, the 70s won't be repeated, I hope, because the 70s sucks. But the rhythm and the rhyme is so far on point. It's it's kind of doing its thing, right? So um, I think Tom Nash is right. Yesterday's numbers was a clear sign that inflation is broad-based. Wages, a.k.a. services, is a problem. And rent is just starting. And again, what you saw with Dan and Taylor and my struggle is, guys, don't look at headline, look at core. And I called for core to go to 6-2 where the experts wanted 5-9 and it came in at 6-3. I think that is awesome. The chances of a 50 basis point move next week are now zero. The running total is 80% chance of 75 and 20% chance of 100. A super or nuclear move by the Fed. To be clear, I hope, I want the Fed to go 100. Uh, if you've been watching my channel for six months, I've been begging, imploring, asking for the Fed to be aggressive, to kick Mr. Market in the nuts. Uh, I have zero confidence that he will do that. Uh, but again, one could hope. And again, the reason I love Tom Nash's video yesterday was the fact that it's like, folks, buckle up. Tom Nash followed up to this morning with a three-minute video basically saying, 
you idiots out there screaming, buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. You're doing your followers a disservice. You know, don't fight the Fed. You know, uh, we're going to have um, earnings compression. We're going to have more and more companies uh, talk about earnings revisions or earnings reductions. You know, we, we're going to have, it's going to be messy. It's going to be painful. And I'm not telling you not to buy stocks. Again, not a financial advisor. I don't know your situation. But don't blindly, don't blindly follow, you know, Kathy Wood and her disciples. It's very risky. You know, the question is, are we in 1982 where the mark the stock market just goes ballistic? Or is it more like the dot-com era where we have a 10-year or eight-year basing period? This stuff can get painful. So um, I did. I, I think yesterday's CPI numbers, while they were painful, they caused a 1,300-point drop in the Dow, 4% in the NASDAQ and SAP. I agree with Tom. I think they were great. We have now, I hope, uh, again, I will talk to Dan on Sunday and, and Taylor on Monday. I hope there is no confusion. Inflation is a problem. Inflation is not coming down, and the Fed has to do more. Because until yesterday, you probably have seen me struggle with, man, I don't, I don't get it. What is, what are people seeing? All right. Why are, why are all these people calling for a Fed pivot still this year? After yesterday's number, I would hope the Fed pivot is over. Although right on cue, Elon Musk this morning, I don't know if you follow Elon Musk on Twitter. He was asked, what should the Fed do? And he said, cut 25 basis points. I got to tell you, Elon Musk saying the Fed has to cut 25 basis points. I wonder, I just wonder if there's maybe some softness in Tesla orders because as interest rates go up, it gets more expensive to buy cars. I don't know. Anybody think Elon Musk is above um, moving markets with his tweets? I don't know. I guess we'll see in a couple of weeks when, uh, if there's a pre-announcement. But at the end of the day, uh, yesterday's numbers made very much clear. The Fed's mandate, much like they said at Jackson Hole, is clear. Stable prices. We are nowhere near stable prices. Uh, now I'm starting to hear more and more of these talking heads who were calling for a pivot. They're starting to say things like, uh, the rent number is a delayed figure and, and rents are going down, but it's still showing up. Where were you six or nine months ago when I was doing CPI corrections and taking us up to 11 or 12? You can't, you can't have it one way once and the other way. I mean, that's, that's just dishonest. So again, folks, uh, there's an old saying that I guess all stock traders and investors need to learn on their own. Don't fight the Fed. Tuesday's numbers, yesterday's numbers, I think made it clear the Fed is in a fighting mood. Uh, I think there's a very good chance they get to 4%, what's called their terminal rate, this year. They may raise to 4.5, gosh, 4 and 3 quarters next year. I do not see cuts next year. I see a long pause, a plateau, but no cuts. Uh, we will talk about this in the daily financial news, but let me end with this. One economist uh, that I follow uh, did a model and basically said in order to get to inflation at 3%, we need two years of unemployment north of six. 
Pain is coming. Pain is coming. Prepare. Do the work. Get your shopping list. Again, pain is coming. Think the tide is going out. Uh, but we, um, we're going to see lots of opportunities for the folks that do the work. Looks like my stream uh, has a hiccup. So, uh, oh, there it is. So, again, I'll close with this. I'm not sure if it caught this, but there's pain coming. Uh, but there's also a lot of opportunity. I, I waffle on how negative to be because, again, at the macro level, there's a lot of reason to be negative. But at the micro level, I'm vibrating with excitement. Wealth is built in recessions. Warren Buffett's cute sayings about the tide going out and seeing who's swimming naked. So true. So true. So at the end of the day, folks, I just wanted to give a shout out to Tom Nash. Congratulate him. He was right. I think his follow up this morning about buy the dip was amazing. There are a lot of kids uh, who have, don't know or have experienced their own fight the Fed uh, that are going to hurt some people. So, again, if you want to buy stocks, you want a dollar cost average, you want to you want to do you by all means. Awesome. But if you're going to blindly follow somebody who says this or that, that is unwise. Please do the work, whether that work is in crypto or in stocks or NFTs or real estate or whatever it is. Do you. You do your work. All right, everybody. Take care of yourself. We're going to go do the daily financial news in a few minutes. Bye-bye.